Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Run With Ally Live. It is Tuesday, December 27th, and it is gray and beautiful here in Brooklyn, New York. I have a special guest on the show today, and actually she's one of my coach athletes, a friend, and she has an amazing story to share that I think many of you listeners will benefit from. So Rachel, welcome to Run With Allie Live. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here with you and really excited to get into it. Me too. Me too. Ah, did you have a running technique session today? That was awesome. I did. Honestly, it was so fun just to be out on the track with you and have you watch and just kind of go over and be and do in person. I should say a lot of the technique work and specialized strength training drills that I've been doing on my own and to just talk with you and, you know, correct certain things, ask certain questions and just have that opportunity. So really, really great stuff and a great way to spend, you know, a morning with a coach and a friend. So thank you for that. Of course. And, you know, wow, thank you for that. I, you know, I wonder five years ago, would you feel comfortable coming to a track and doing a technique session with me or, you know, a coach rather. Um, yeah, like you did today. No, five years ago, I wouldn't even step foot on any kind of work in any kind of or at any kind of workout place, be it a gym, a track, anything. Um, it's just not something that I had confidence in. And really at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to working out and confidence was running. So I think I have some PTSD from tracks and the presidential fitness test when I was in middle school um, from not being able to run a mile in the allotted uh, 13 minute time. So honestly, I don't think I've been to a track since that. So no, I can't imagine it a few years ago. Wow. Look how far you've come. Look how so far. far. Yes. Got to give yourself a pat on the back, obviously. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow. So to the listeners on here, Rachel has an amazing story. And I guarantee that many of you could relate to it. And it's very, you know, brave of her to open up about 
which she's going to talk about with us today. So Rachel, (laughs) we're going back to you. I would love for you to just share your story, but start by, you know, how'd you get into running and what prompted you to really, I guess, deem yourself a runner? You know, the first thing before um, I get into that is it's so funny to hear you even say the words like deem yourself or are you referring to me as a runner? Because it just, it brings me back to the podcast you just had with three of your other athletes, Ebony and Era and Jenny. And one thing that Yanera said, which you've also said and has really like stuck with me is running as a sport that I think, you know, can be very accessible. Like if you go out and run, you're a runner. And that isn't something that I ever resonated with, believed in before. So just to even hear you refer to me as that, it's something that still kind of gives me chills. Um, but to, to, you know, go back to the original question, I think for me, um, about three years ago during COVID, I actually went uh, and I underwent weight loss surgery. Um, BSG, for, you know, for those listening who aren't um, familiar, it's the BSG, it's the uh, vertical sleeve gastrectomy. It's a type of weight loss surgery to where they remove about 75% of your stomach. Um, I was almost 300 pounds, uh, for most of my twenties. Um, you know, I gained a lot of weight in college and then into my twenties and really struggled into my early thirties, um, you know, to have it come off and opted with the, the, the weight loss surgery and, you know, people who have the surgery, they always tell you it's a tool, right? And at first I was very nervous about discussing this tool because you worry that it will undermine all of the work and efforts that you're putting in. Um, But, you know, when I underwent the surgery, I said, now is the time to just do what I need to do to put myself first and to not quit on myself like I have so many times before. So I underwent the surgery as soon as the doctor cleared me. When I tell you at that two week mark, I was back, started with 30, you know, I had the Peloton. Um, so started with just the 30 minute cycling classes, which I had dabbled with before. Um, and then we got the treadmill and I began to do boot camps. And the first time I ran a 25 second sprint in a boot camp, I was like, oh my God, I did it. I can't believe I did that. And I continued to do the boot camps, you know, the weight continued to fall off. And um, I made the decision what if I just thought really big and let's go with a half marathon? I me, mean, I'm going to put myself to the test. I'm going to battle myself for once <laughs> and, um, you know, not give up. And it was written on my heart. And, you know, from January 22, first, you know, I, I continued with my boot camps and, you know, short intervals and in Peloton classes, which went to run walks, which went to, you know, 20 to 30 minute pure jogging, you know, so on and so forth. Um, until I did my first ever half marathon, the Brooklyn half with New York city runs, uh, April, uh, 2022. And the feeling that I got from that was it's indescribable, you know, as there's a quote that people say where, you know, 
I think it's something like when you, you tell yourself, whether you tell yourself you can or you can't either way, you're right. And it's so true. You know, I, I never really believed myself in myself, but running gave me this beautiful way to just show up, keep going and never quit. Wow. The things that running could do for us. I mean, that is just, thank you for opening up about all of that and just sharing, you know, from your surgery to sprinting for the first time to finishing your first half marathon. Wow. To the listeners on here, never say never. You never know. And, you know, what was even crazier is running also uncovered a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms for me. And it just shined a light on that I wasn't processing things correctly. Um, You know, up until I started running and really just like working out in general, like I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, stressful day, a lot on the mind, you know, your mind, you want to go out, you want to drink, you want to party with friends, you know, that escapism. Um, And, you know, running really forced me to take a hard look as, is this a general good time? Hey, I'm just going to have a glass of wine or is this not great behavior, right? Like, is this, is this something that I think could be an issue? And for me, it was honestly through running and through all these healthy habits and through the ability to, to process things better and move through things better. You know, I was able to see that I was having some very disruptive habits. Um, and in like right before I ran the Brooklyn half, like right before I had my last drink and I never touched it again. So the other piece of running um, and the other thing that, that the Brooklyn half gave to me, which is so special, is that not only did it say, not only did I see, you know what, Rachel, you're not going to quit on yourself and you're going to keep believing, you're going to keep showing up, but you deserve better than this. You know, you deserve, you deserve so much more. And so being able to, you know, stop unhealthy patterns and actions and behaviors and turn it into something to take all that and turn it into focus and discernment and discipline and mindfulness has been one of the greatest achievements of my life. Wow. That just took a whole new spin. And I love everything you just said. It's... Running is very empowering and it really just realizes what we're truly made of. And I think that you just hit home on a lot of excellent points. Not only did it change your life, but it made you realize that you deserve nothing less. You should never settle. You should always reach for the stars because you could get to wherever you want to go if you put in the work. Yeah. And I think that is something that I continue to see for myself, right? Like, there's nothing that I can't do. And, you know, I've been 
in several of your challenges and other things that you've done. So, you know, for those listening who are not familiar, Ali just just hosted a train uh, train your brain with another uh, running coach, uh, Jackie Wilson, and we talked all about this mindset shift and how to train your brain, how to reframe your thinking. And honestly, now, whenever I'm confronted with something, like my first thought is, I don't think I can do that. It's like, I bet I can. Or like, you know, what do I need to do? Or how do I need to shift to make that more manageable? Or like, what can I do to get there? It's not so much about the, I can't do that. Or that's not a distance I've ever run. Or I've never run in the cold or on snow or in trails. It's like, wow, what can I, how can I test my limits? How can I challenge myself and meet that challenge more gracefully. Yes, I'm recycle- <laughs> recycling a line I used in Train Your Brain. <laughs> no, I love that. Obviously, you took a lot from the challenge, and I'm so happy that you did. And I'm so happy that you joined it fearlessly and knowing that you were ready to tackle whatever was given to you. Yeah, it was it was great and really has helped me just, again, be appreciative and just always say I can and look for how to get there versus finding reasons why I can't. Yeah. And also, you know, I know you know this and maybe you could speak to this a little bit, but I, as a coach, I feel like saying this, you know, uh, I say this all the time, but it's true. I remind myself of this too. Training is not a linear process. It's not progress. Your progress is never linear. That's what I meant to say. There's going to be ebbs and flows, ups and downs. And I always say to myself, if I don't fail every day, I'm doing something incorrect Mm -hmm. because every failure is a lesson versus every failure is like, oh, that's it. I'm going to stop here. No, you can't do that. I would love for you to talk about your most recent half marathon on that note. I know I completely switched gears because there were so many positive takeaways and not so positive takeaways, but I want you to share how you dealt with that. Okay. I'm definitely happy to do that, but let's set the stage. So (laughs) fine. Let's do it. So December 11th, picture this. It's December 11th. 4.45 4.45 in the morning, I'm getting dressed to take the 5.23 a.m. train from Morristown, New Jersey, into New York City, okay? So we had to be there for, I think, 8 or 8.30. So I wanted enough time to get into the city, get to Central Park, so on and so forth. So I get to Central Park, and there's probably about an hour. And I'm like, wow, my stomach really, really hurts. Like, really bad. And after, like, I had some cramping and probably after like 20 minutes, it goes away and I'm fine. And I'm like, okay, maybe I just had some cramping or just a little stomachy. Who knows? When I tell you, so we, we started at 8.30, all is well, we're going. And I'm, you know, I have a, a strong start. First two miles are going great. I'm like, wow, I think, you know, I could, I could do this. I could hit my time. Mile two, the intense stomach ache comes back. And just all kinds of gas pains, just like everything. I was not feeling good. Like I was getting stitches already. And I'm like, what is going on? Like I, 
And I kind of felt a little bit off in the morning, but like I thought it was just nerves. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? Keep going, keep going. Mile five, I throw up twice. And multiple people are stopping. They're like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, keep going. Like, I don't want them to like get any time, you know what I mean? Miss their time targets, like checking on me. I'm like, thumbs up. Um, so then after that, I keep going and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go into this porta potty. There's a line, of course. And I'm like, I can't believe there's a line in the middle of a race. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and so I'm in there and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in. I go in, I come out and then it's like, I'm in mile seven and my stomach starts hurting again. And I'm like, this cannot be happening. All the while I get to mile nine. Well, no, by mile eight, I was like, I'm just going to keep thinking about what I'm going to take away from this and how I'm going to learn and how I'm going to connect with Allie and we're going to plan after this. And then I get to Harlem Hill and it's just like expletives coming out of my mouth. Like I can't even, like I'm just exhausted by this point. Like the mental fatigue, my stomach ache, like just all the like, just excitement and really thinking I could do it to like, you have, when you know you've lost it and you're going for a PR or like a certain time target, it's like, you have to finish that and like keep going. And that is mentally daunting. Like nobody talks about that part. And so for me, I was like, okay, like this is where the resilience comes in. Like you have to run because already in five mile five, when I'm waiting for the porta potty, like I know that there's no way that I'm hitting my time or potentially even PRing. It's just like, am I going to feel okay for the rest of this? Am I going to break down crying? Cause I'm so bummed. Like what is going on? Is my stomach going to co- cooperate? And so for all of those miles, I just keep thinking like, no, this is where the resilience kicks in. Like, you, you are going, you are focusing on the positive. You're going to still keep running. You're going to choose more halves. You're going to go continue on your time target. You are not going to give, like, I was like, you will come back even stronger in your next race because you're learning so much from this. Um, And I just kept that. Like, I was kind of, you know, not even kind of, I was very disappointed. But I was like, if I focus on that, this is data. Like, this is something that I also talk about with my therapist, that everything in life, if you look at it non-judgmentally and you see it only as facts or data, then it's just more information to work with. So I was trying to take that approach and I was like, great, we'll have more, more data to use. And then I finished and I started crying (laughs) because I was happy. I was relieved it was over, but like really, like I could feel the full disappointment now that like I had finished and it took me a few days um to really even took me three days to even post about the experience um because I just wasn't ready like I spent three months like thinking sub two half sub two half sub two half and I had felt like I let myself down and I let other people down too and that was difficult but it took me a few days of realizing again that Like you said, it's not, progress is not linear and you learn something from every race, from every training block. 
from every technique session, from every conversation, you know, it's all learning. So I just tried to focus on that and still keep that mindset. I love all of that. Wow. I'm trying to absorb like all of that. I, I think it's just so relatable and it's such a good message to just not only learn to appreciate the journey, but you need to have those races to mm-hmm. understand that, you know, hey, I learned from this and this is how I felt and this is what I did. But when that breakthrough day comes, it's going to feel so much better. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could relate to you on a different level. I went for an aggressive goal in a marathon two years ago. I uh, missed it. Missed it by two minutes. And guess what? At the finish line, I was like, heck yeah, I freaking did great. Cut, you know, and I got up and didn't stop trying for another year and then got it. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, to everyone listening on here, sometimes when you're consistent, and you just keep believing in yourself and keep showing up for yourself, whether that is a rest day, whether that is focusing on a certain area to get you to your goal, those little things will help you make the big breakthroughs happen. And Rachel, I know that's coming for you because you're not going to give up. You're a fighter. Yeah. And I feel like for me that, that like never once was like quitting running or like not continuing to build my dreams and visions and goals for running. That was never a thought. It was like, I'm, I'm bummed because I really wanted it, but it's like, let's get, let's get after it. And I think for me in the past, I've been a person who can sometimes throw in the towel and think something gets a little bit tough. So I think just beyond the running, just like running has taught me so much about life just how I move through life. And that's one of my other favorite things about it. Just like the way I process things and the way that I'm even more motivated to come back even stronger. This is all stuff that I've gotten from my training and from all the amazing, like like like-minded people that I've gotten to know through being coached by you. That's awesome. Just that's amazing. And I hope that that community, by the way, only grows because those are the people I want to coach, the people like you, the people that, you know, believe in themselves and want to continue to keep believing in themselves, even if a race is imperfect in some sort of way, because that's not what running's about. We don't run for times. Let's be real. Do we run only for times? No, it feels amazing to crush a run because you can do that. You did that. I mean, I, I, these are things that I just, in my mind, I never even thought, I mean, your brain is still like forming when you're 12, 13 years old and to have like a gym teacher be like, you're disqualified, Rachel Weiss, come back from the, it's like, it's, it's like shame. Like for so long I attached like shame, not being good enough, like something's wrong with me. I'm, I don't have as good of like body or health or whatever as these other kids. And that's just not true. So, you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I can be again, unlocking things and like, 
healing some things like at this stage of my life and running gave me that. Thank God for running. Yes. Yes. Wow. Nothing to say there. Just what a story. And I am excited to continue to be on this journey with you. I am so glad to be doing it with you. I think there's such like, it's so important. And by the way, I just want to give a shout out for like having a running coach. Like, I feel like, no, seriously, like people think like, and yes, if you run, you're a runner. That is absolutely true. But if you really want to like understand the whole mechanics, the like mind body connection, um, just all the different aspects of it and like why running is such a vital part of life, you need a coach. Like there's just, I feel like I'm part of, like I have a whole new part of my life. And I feel like it's because it's not just like being coached again. It's like the community, it's all the learnings and just how my overall, even my health, like how I just think of myself, like self-care, like all that, it all works together and it's all part of like, you know, that supportive network. I love that. I couldn't even want to hear anything more as a coach (laughs) because my role, like I've told you many times is to just guide you to find the things that help find you joy, of course, with the sport, but also outside of it and to help guide you to your success. You do it all. I don't do anything. So don't give me credit for doing it. (laughs) But the fact that you've had allowed running to open these outlets and have you change your life by not drinking anymore, mm-hmm. you know, discover a whole amazing community of women and feel so empowered that like you could tackle the world. I mean, that is amazing. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Keep that. Hold it tight. And yeah, to everyone on here, my God, Rachel should be an inspiration to you too, because she is to me. Wow. <laughs> um. Okay, so moving on to the next question, because I do want you to talk about this, and I know you do too. Can we share your upcoming events in 2023? They're very exciting, and I'm, oh my God. yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have a couple of things on the docket. Um, so first off, starting up, like TBD, not really sh- totally set on a, like a total spring half yet, Um, and working on like the five and 10 Ks, but for sure what's on the docket is several, you and several of your runners will be going to the Jack and Jill, um, downhill marathon. I'm actually going to be using that as a, um, a half and a like sort of a tune up race because in September I'm registering for the tough man try, uh, in in New York, and that's an Olympic triathlon, which, Allie, correct me if I'm wrong, which is, I think, 0.9 miles of swimming, 26 miles biking, and a 10K. Yes. Um. Yep. And then, dun, 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 drum roll, please. I am going to... Um, I am working to be a charity runner for the New York City Marathon in 2023. So that is the biggest. Um, when I, this is a, this is a, a very big deal because when I ran the half, I always wanted to tell myself, or I always did it because I wanted to show myself, you can do hard things. You can do 
something you never thought you could do. But I was like, you know, a half is manageable. You will never catch me running a full. Like it'll stop at the half. Maybe I'll do halves for time and not running a full. It's just, it takes so much of your life. I was maybe being coached by Allie for two weeks. And I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Two weeks. That's all I talked. Well, I just feel like the energy of the athletes and like being on our athlete call and everybody in the chat talking about their prep and just the feeling and how people talk about it changing their life. Like I've, I have been pushing myself to do all different things that scare me and challenge me and, and to put myself in more and more uncomfortable situations so that I can grow. And I was like, why not? I never thought I could run a half. Why couldn't I run a marathon? Like, yes, I effing can. And I, I just told Allie within two weeks because I was like, if I don't tell her, like, we have to start planning it. I don't want to like get nervous. I don't want to psych myself out and overthink it. Like I can do this. I have everything that I need to do it within me. And just as like the half, And that's another, a testament to how much I love running and how much the like ebbs and flows and that resiliency is not once was I like, oh, I had a shitty half marathon. Like, you know what? I'm not going to bother with a full or try or anything like that. No, again, it fueled me. I was like, I want to keep trying. I want to go try all these different things, all these different challenges, grow as much as possible, develop as much as possible. And, you know, 2023 is going to be a very big, busy, intense year. But I've never been more excited for anything in my life. Wow. I'm so excited too. Just by hearing that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's going to be so exciting and so challenging, but so rewarding. At the same time. I just got the chills when you said, Marathon. The word just gives me the chills because you could do it and it's going to be amazing once you do. I'm so excited for you. I can't even put put it into words. You know, I can't. Every time I think about it, like not right now because we're having like a conversation, but when I'm alone, I start to cry because no, because like, and, and, oh, there's another reason that like New York has to be my first. And it's because um, I'm dedicating this to my parents, specifically my dad. My dad died when I was in middle school from cancer. And my dad is from New York. He's from the Lower East Side. And my mom recently told me it was always his, like, I didn't even know this, but it was always his dream to run the marathon. And I was like, there no other one can be first. Like, that's why I'm so hell bent on New York City being first. And like, it has to be that one. Um, and I just, I mean, the little girl who was disqualified in gym class, who was almost 300 pounds, who used to drink way too much, who suffered crazy bouts of health anxiety, running herself into ERs and doctors thinking I had ALS and brain aneurysms and cancer and heart issues, you know, that I'm going to, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to do a triathlon. Like, yeah, you holy, are. Holy yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Sorry for the language, but it's like, no, I, 
I mean, because you can do that. And wow, I'm just, the fact that you just took all of this negative stuff and you kind of flipped everything and leveraged that and use all that fuel and fire to put towards these amazing future events and races that says a lot about you. You're never willing to give up on yourself or anyone or anything. And you could do anything truly that you set your mind to. You've already done a good amount. And I think the best is ahead of you. And I'm not even just saying that because of your attitude. It's so, ah, it's so positive. I love it. What's crazy is I never used to be positive. Like when I started running, I changed my mindset. I changed my life. I started to look for the positives and things and to how I could learn. How could I grow? What is something positive that I can take away from this? Like what is something that I can see as a, as an avenue to grow? I mean, even just a year ago, I had a victim mentality. I was more cynical, more negative. It is how I show up for myself. Again, what I love about running is there's camaraderie, but it's also that like individual pushing commitment, right? Like there's both. And that, that, that I, that I committed every single day and that I showed up day in and day out, like every kind of weather, I just had never had that, that drive. And I was like, damn, this just shows me that like, there's so much to being positive to always working and not saying like, why me? And having like a more negative stance. And I, I literally did a 180 in one year. I mean, if you ask anybody, my parents, close friends, I literally have changed exponentially in this last year. And I attribute so much of it to running and therapy, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Rachel, you're like the running... You should be like oh, a running sort of, motivational speaker. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You <laughs> took the words right out of my brain. Thank you. <laughs> Tony I, Robbins for runners. Yes. Uh, you know, you should write a book. I guarantee you'll write a book someday. Wait, I'm literally not even joking you. I swear. I was like, I wanted to write a book about how everything I learned from running was just a giant lesson in life. Like I had this thought and I've actually started like scribbling some notes. Um, I mean, I don't know if I would ever really write a book, but like, I definitely want to write it out in some kind of like short essay or something because like truly, like I'm not, I'm not just saying this to like hype you or hype this podcast. Like when I say like, it's the foundation of me changing my entire life. It, it really and truly is. Yeah. I, I urge you to write a little every day and just let the thoughts flow to the paper. Yeah. It'll come with time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of it. I know it. I'm going to see, well, see that book published on the stands. Rachel, oh my God, I know her. <laughs> um, You'll be at the signing with me. What are you talking about? You'll see it on the stand. Oh my God. I'll be like, this is my coach. This is my special running coach, Coach <laughs> Allie. This oh. is who, like, it's like those movies, right? Like when they do like, Oh my God, that movie Freedom Writers with, uh, what was it, Hillary Swank? And they, and then she's like, this is the, fa-. like, I'd be like, and here, special guest at the book signing, the famous Coach Allie. Oh my gosh, can we get a drum roll? 
<laughs> I love it. I love that. Yes. You know, I, there's only such good things to come. This just got me hyped. I'm sorry. I know you said don't get hyped, but I'm hyped. And I'm sure the listeners are hyped. So, <laughs> so you know, this is such a great conversation, Rachel. I could talk to you for days about running and how it's been life-changing. I have a similar story. So I loved hearing yours today. Wow. Thank you for sharing. You know, I love saying wow. Cause I really am like in awe. It's just amazing. It truly is amazing how wonderful it could, the sport could be in so many ways. Yeah. And can I just make a little plug on this podcast right now, Allie, if you don't mind. Sure. Anybody else is like struggling specifically with like putting the bottle down. Like, please, my DMs are open. Like, I want to help anybody because I sound happy and cheery and like positive right now. But a lot of 2022 was me sticking, sinking my claws into the ground and bootstrapping my way out of that shit. So, like, I want to, like, be, I want to show other people that, like, the world, like, the world is, is, is there. Like, she is waiting. And it's yours. It's yours. There is truly nothing you can't do. And I think we all need to be an inspiration to each other and lift each other up. So, you know, anybody, if there's ever anything I can do or help with, or you have questions, like, please, I'm an open book. She said it. (laughs) Rachel's information will (laughs) be in the show notes. uh, So you could definitely reach out to her. And, you know, if you are, you know, a little shy or you just don't feel comfortable talking about, you know, anything drinking related or maybe, you know, you want to run and you've just defaulted back to the bottles and, you know, why not reach out to Rachel? She just said it. She's an open book and she's a sounding, she's a listening ear. That's what I meant. She's a listening ear. Yes. yes. All right. Final question. Oh, I can't believe it's the final question. All right. <laughs> why did you say yes to being on the podcast today? Well, I'm like, what can I say that I haven't already said? I think for me, it's a couple of things. It's one, I just, anybody who loves running, like, I want to be friends with you. I want to know you. I want to talk to you. So like, if you're listening to this podcast, like not only are you interested in running, but like, you want to understand all the context and the why, like, you're doing the research, right? Like you're, you're putting in, you're putting in the work. So sharing my story and just being a part of the community community that you're building. Um, and then just again, celebrating you as a coach, um, any one of us that is trained by you, I think could just say like how amazing you are. And so to be able to highlight that and to be on and have this conversation with you and then to all the people that are in my, I guess, coach Ali who might not know me well yet, um, to really just share more of who I am and my why. And then any future um, listeners, people who want to be coached by you, people who are joining our community, like this is us. We are, we are open. We are happy. 
um, were supportive. And I just really wanted to highlight that for everybody and share why I love being a part of the crew so much. So thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for all those. Like you, you didn't put me in tears, but you almost like, I'm like, I don't even know what to say. My heart's beating so fast right now. Thank you for being a part of the community and just being such a positive person and being such a good example of what running could do for you. And even when you just kind of are doubting yourself, you could always lift yourself back up. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And yeah, you heard her say it. No matter what happens, everybody listening, you can always, no matter how far you think you may have, how far you think you may have fallen, you can always lift yourself back up. You really can. So just, I hope everybody knows that. And I support you. Yes, that was beautiful, Rachel. Thank you. And to the listeners on air, she wasn't kidding. You could lift yourself up out of anything. (laughs) And so without further ado, Rachel, thank you so, so much. Rachel's information will be in the show notes. So please be cognizant of her time when you reach out. But do reach out to her. She's a lovely lady. And other than that, uh, if you have not subscribed to the podcast already, I urge you to do so. And I will see you at the same time, same place next week. Thank you so much. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing fun running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Allie Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email, and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Allie Live. See you next time.